I want you to imagine this scenario. You step out of your front door, you walk across your driveway, get into your car, start the engine, and shift into drive, and pull out of the driveway, speed down the road, fully intent on going somewhere, but without a clear destination in mind. You don't know where you're going, you don't know how to get there, so you just waste all your time and all your energy driving aimlessly around. The same exact thing happens if you start a podcast without first setting clear goals. You can do all of the right production stuff, all the right strategy stuff, but you will waste your time driving aimlessly around and you'll have no clue where your destination is. Without goals, you don't have a lens to filter your decisions through, your team isn't unified, you all have slightly different viewpoints on what good looks like. Most importantly, you don't have something to measure success against, and you can't adjust your strategy based on what works and what doesn't work. So in this episode of Better B2B Podcasts, we're talking about some possible outcomes of B2B podcast. We're talking about how to set really clear and quantifiable goals for your B2B podcast. And we'll walk through an example of what this could look like for your business. Stay tuned for this episode of Better B2B Podcasts. I kind of alluded to this earlier already, but some pain points of not setting goals for your podcast. What happens if you don't set goals? Well, for one, you and your team don't have a why to filter decisions through. When you decide who your target audience is, what kind of content format you want, where to publish, where to promote, what kind of guests to bring on, how to script the show, you don't have any way to filter those decisions. And so then that leads me to number two, your team isn't unified. Without setting goals, everybody on your team is going to be mismatched in what you're looking to do. Your editor is trying to win awards while your producer is trying to book A-list guests, while your host is trying to raise awareness for something, while your marketing director just wants to see revenue increase. Everybody's on a different page about what good looks like, what success looks like, and so you're all going in different directions. You're going to have tension. You're not going to get very much done. You're not going to make a good podcast. And again, finally, probably most importantly, most significantly, you have nothing to measure success against. You don't know if what you're doing is working because you're just measuring downloads and social media impressions and how you feel like the podcast is going rather than what effect it is actually having on your business. So on the flip side of those things, when you do set goals, you have a lens to filter all of your decisions through. You know who to target. You know what content to provide them. You know what kind of guests you want on your podcast. You know how your host should share content. You know what your tone should be like. Setting clear goals gives you a reason why to filter every decision through. And so then again, that helps your team to work together towards a common goal. When you have that goal, everybody is clear. The host knows how they should guide the conversation. Your producer knows what kind of guests to bring onto the show. Your publicist and your social media managers know how to promote the show and how to get the word out there, how to repurpose content. 
everybody is on the same page about what we're trying to do and how we're going to try to do it. And so then finally, again, most importantly, you can actually measure success and understand how well you're performing other than just sort of these abstract metrics and sort of the feel good anecdotal evidence of how your podcast is performing. You can objectively measure your podcast against what you're trying to accomplish. So if you're trying to invite your ideal buyers on as guests and build relationships with them, you can measure the success of those relationships and how well those are nurtured and what those result in. If you're trying to bring in leads from your podcast audience You can see where your leads come from, how many leads are attributed, at least in part, to your podcast. If you're trying to raise awareness for something that your business is philanthropically passionate about, you can hear the anecdotes of the success of things that your podcast has helped to shift in policy or in awareness. All of these things you can't measure without goals. Once you set that goal, you know how to measure success. You know what metrics to track. You know what to look for to make sure that you are headed in the right direction. So obviously we sort of need goals for our podcast. It doesn't make sense to just start driving without a destination in mind. So I want to share just a few common B2B podcast goals. Some things that a lot of people try to strive for with their podcast. A lot of outcomes that I've seen work. The first outcome that I want to share with you is account-based marketing. So the idea is through your podcast, you strategically invite potential guests onto your podcast who you would like to form relationships with. These guests, maybe they are potential strategic partners. Maybe they are potential investors in your product or in your business. Maybe they are your ideal buyers or the decision makers at the kind of company that you want to work with. Whatever that looks like, the idea is that you invite these people onto your podcast. And then from that starting block, you use that to nurture the relationship, build this relationship, carry it into the future together with a podcast being a really good way to start the conversation with these folks. This is sort of a a strategy or a goal or an idea that was popularized by James Carberry from Sweetfish Media. He wrote a book called Content-Based Networking, all about this idea that you have a piece of content that you create, you uh, invite these potential guests who are potential investors or strategic partners or mentors or ideal buyers, people that you want to establish relationships with that will help carry your business forward. The primary goal here is that you invite people onto your podcast to build relationships with them. So as we measure success, we measure how those relationships grow, develop, how many relationships we're able to successfully start and build, and where those relationships end up, what kind of value those relationships bring to our business. So it's pretty easy to measure success in that sense, because if you do a weekly podcast, you invite 52 potential relationships onto the podcast, you can measure exactly where those 52 relationships end up and how you're able to provide value to them, how they return that value to you as well. So that's number one outcome, account-based marketing, that general idea of building relationships, nurturing relationships with potential partners or ideal buyers. Second outcome that I want to share with you is demand generation. This is obviously, if you're in B2B marketing, a 
phrase that you've seen on LinkedIn a lot, especially just in, I feel like the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of conversation around demand gen. The idea is educating on the problem that your company solves and sort of slowly, very quietly highlighting your solution to the problem. Generally, we'll see businesses create 90% of their content around just the problem or around general ways that their audience can go about whatever this problem is better. And then 10% or less of the content will actually be about the company's solution. This is definitely a long game kind of play. The idea is that right now, the vast majority of your target market is not actually buying right now. So what you want to do is just be on the top of their mind as they're going about this problem, as you're educating them on this problem, as they're going about their business, you're just staying up to date with them. You're staying at the forefront of their mind. And then in the case when they are ready to look for your solution to the problem that you've been talking about, then you should be the number one company that they think about. And this blends sort of into the third outcome I want to talk about. There's a very, very fine line between these two different outcomes. This third is cultivating brand awareness and brand affinity. The idea being that you want to make your company a household name, so to speak, within your industry and ensure that it has positive connotations. That's the brand awareness versus brand affinity thing. You don't just want your industry to be aware of you. You want them to have affinity towards you, to actually like you, to think positive things about you. An easy example of the difference between awareness and affinity, literally everybody in America knows about Joe Biden. Literally, it's split 50-50 if people are have affinity towards him or not. So there's a big difference here in cultivating brand awareness and brand affinity. Basically, our goal is just to drive insane value to our audience. Probably what we'll try to do is position the company next to industry influencers, next to some of the other big players so that we're capitalizing on their audiences so that more and more people are coming to be aware of and like, think positively of our company. So we're looking for a big audience, build crazy traffic towards our content, towards our podcast, make it so that people actually like the podcast and like the company that is behind it, most importantly. And again, this is a little bit nuanced from the next outcome I want to talk about, which is positioning yourself and your company as thought leaders in your industry. So it's one thing for people to think, wow, this company fake LLC, man, they are so awesome. I know about them. I like them. It's different to say, wow, fake LLC is absolutely the best person in the industry at tackling this particular problem, this particular challenge. They go about this idea in a way nobody else does. Those are two different ideas. And there's a very important part to this nuance, which is that with cultivating brand awareness, brand affinity, even generating demand, one of the outcomes we talked about a little bit earlier, you sort of want to be positioned next to uh, your colleagues and even competitors who you are a little bit separate and different from in the industry. You want to be positioned next to those influencers, those big names, those folks who are already household names. When we're trying to establish thought leadership, you want to be totally apart from them. So often here you get 
solo shows or narrative style shows or roundtable shows that are totally folks from your business rather than interview style shows with influencers. And again, different from shows where you invite your ideal buyer or potential strategic partners onto the podcast. What you're trying to establish with this outcome, with this goal, as you're headed in this direction, you just want to be completely separate from the competition. So here it's super important to constantly embed your unique point of view, your perspective, your unique proposition in the podcast. You want to be embedding that in all of your content, establishing how you're different, how you're better, how you go about solving the problem that you solve in a way totally different and better than any of your competitors. And then the last two outcomes I want to talk about are uh, less maybe marketing-based, less sales-based, and more attention and growth-based. Number five outcome I want to talk about is customer success. The idea here with a customer success-based podcast, what you're trying to do is provide insane value to your customers as a way to go above and beyond. You're already providing them a great product or a great service. Now this podcast is taking it a step further by providing them free value. This isn't a cheap marketing ploy to get people to like your brand or to sign up for your newsletter. This is specifically for your current customer base. As part of that, yeah, maybe new people will join your customer base. Maybe new people will be interested in your product. Maybe some folks will book demos. Ultimately, your goal is to provide value to customers. What this will do is it will potentially reduce churn. It will help you land better reviews, better ratings. It'll just make your customers happier. It will make your customers more successful, provide better customer outcomes, might lead to more referrals. All of the things that come when you grab a great customer experience can come from creating a podcast designed for customer success. Similarly, number six outcome I want to talk about is employee success. Here, usually what we're talking about is internal podcasts. So it's a podcast that you exclusively share with your team. Something that we have found with remote teams, especially as we're spending maybe less time in person together, we're having fewer meetings together. That definitely improves efficiency, it lowers overhead, but we still have a need for communication. And so what a lot of companies are doing is starting internal podcasts designed at improving communication within the organization. Maybe it's used to train your employees. Maybe it's used to build culture. Whatever you want to do internally as an organization to improve communications or improve culture, there's a few different things that you can do just to provide value and success to your team internally, to your employees. It's one outcome that we see used less often in B2B podcasts just because it's maybe less necessary in smaller or mid-sized businesses with smaller teams, or maybe teams that aren't remote or maybe that are hybrid. But certainly if you're a remote team, maybe a globally distributed team, maybe a team that just is absolutely abhorrent of meetings, an internal podcast designed for communication and employee success is very valuable, great outcome to have it's always a good way to go above and beyond for your team and your organization. So those are some of the potential outcomes that you could have from a B2B podcast. 
sort of begs the question though, how do we actually choose what goals we should set for our podcast? And honestly, I think there's literally only one question that you need to ask, which is what are the pain points in our business growth? Because your podcast should be designed to drive business results and business growth, it makes sense to ask the question, well, in what areas are we struggling to see results? In what areas are we struggling to see growth? Are we not regarded as thought leaders? Let's start a podcast aimed at establishing that thought leadership. Is our client churn too high? Let's start a podcast aimed at providing insane amounts of value to our clients. Are we having a hard time establishing relationships with potential investors or strategic partners or our ideal buyers? Let's start a podcast designed around inviting them to be our guests so that we can build and nurture those relationships. Honestly, that is like the only thing that I think you should ask. So again, those outcomes are account-based marketing, demand generation, cultivating brand awareness and brand affinity, positioning yourself and your company as thought leaders in your industry, and then customer success and employee success slash sort of internal team organization communications. So I want to offer you an example of what this could look like. We'll go back to our story of Dan, the marketing director. If you'll remember from our last episode, Dan is the marketing director of a B2B company called Fake LLC. He started a podcast. He didn't really see results from it. Perhaps the issue was they didn't set clear goals so they didn't really have anything to aim towards. So all of their strategy and production efforts were aimed uh, sort of recklessly. They didn't have something that they were targeting towards, so they didn't work. And as Dan is looking at the state of their company, looking at the state of their marketing challenges, their marketing goals, their business goals, one of the conversations that they're already having internally is around the fact that they need to do a better job of building relationships with their ideal buyers. Cold email doesn't work super well. Networking events don't always work. Conferences are hit or miss and they only happen every once in a while. But if they start a podcast aimed at developing and nurturing relationships with their potential customers, they can invite a new guest every single week. So their goal is develop and nurture relationships with potential customers. And within a year, they want to produce 52 podcast episodes featuring their ideal buyer as guests, a new relationship every single week. And so that is now Dan's why. So when he goes to Max, the marketing intern, and talks about how to book potential guests, Max's goal now exclusively is to book potential buyers as guests. It narrows the list down tremendously. It makes it really, really easy to invite them as guests because it's so specific. It also means that they can be super specific on who their audience is and what kind of content they should create that would be valuable to that audience. It means that now Fiona, the freelancer who edits the podcast, can be super focused on making sure that the guest looks absolutely incredible, that their value is highlighted, their expertise is highlighted. Dan, Max, and Fiona are all aligned together as a team aimed at making the experience absolutely incredible for the guest. Why? Because their goal is to build and nurture relationships with their potential customers. If those guests are the potential customers, they want every single step of the process to leave a good impression on the guest so that this guest 
is inclined to say, yeah, sure. Let's have another conversation together. Yeah, I'm going to interact with you on LinkedIn. I'm going to keep the conversation going and I'm going to share this with my network. I'm going to share more potential guest ideas with you from my network. All of these things come from everybody in the team being aligned around making the guest experience absolutely incredible. It also means something that we're going to talk about in strategy next week is how you bridge the gap from your content to your goals. And so now the team is actually able to put a plan in place. Now we know that we're trying to nurture these relationships. How do we get somebody from being a guest on the podcast to having a healthy, active, vibrant relationship with us and our company? So again, setting clear goals for your podcast, it's absolutely crucial. Otherwise, everything you're going to be doing It's aimed recklessly. You don't know what direction you're headed towards. don't know what your destination is. So you're going to put a lot of time and effort into things that might be the wrong thing. So what do you do? Evaluate your podcast goals. Do you know what you're trying to accomplish? Is it written down? Does everybody on your team know what that destination is? Is your host, your producer, your editor, your social media manager, is everybody involved with the podcast aware of what the goal is, and are they aligned in how they're pursuing that together as a team? If you don't have clear goals set, if you don't have metrics set to track to see if you're actually hitting your goals and driving success or not, I would just start with your business goals, your marketing goals. What are some of the pain points in your business growth? What can you do as a marketing team as you create a podcast to see results? Next week, we're going to talk about podcast strategy, which is sort of the roadmap with a set of directions that you need to reach your goals, to move towards that destination that you've set. We're going to talk about identifying your target audience, deciding on content and tone, handful of other key pieces of podcast strategy as well. We're just two episodes in, but if you found any kind of value from the show so far, you would be doing me a huge favor if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Let me know how I can provide more value to you. You can email me at jared at infasemedia.co if there's anything you want to talk about. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. That link will be in the show notes of this episode. I look forward to coming back next week with another episode where we talk about podcast strategy, how to reach those goals that you've set for your B2B podcast and see results for your business. With that, that has been episode number two of Better B2B Podcasts. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.